This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. We are moving in a new direction, moving forward, and moving beyond smoking. We are Altria, and our companies are leading the way in moving adult smokers away from cigarettes by taking action to transition millions toward potentially less harmful choices. As we move from being known as a tobacco company to being recognized as a tobacco harm reduction company, Altria is moving beyond smoking. Find out how at Altria.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to my worst date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. And I'm Christina. You sounded so exasperated right there. I know. Cassie, you're like, oh, hi, everyone. We're oh. back together in person recording. I'm oh. actually excited. <laughs> I'm like trying to keep it tempered. I'm like, oh, God, we're back together. I know. We took a three week break. It was weird. It was very weird. Yeah. That's the longest that we've gone in three years without mm-hmm. recording, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a long break. Definitely. <laughs> uh, long, so busy. I, it's hard to know where to start because we, know. we text each other so many things that we want to talk about. Um, I know we've gotten some questions from the worsties and stuff too Yeah, that we want to get to. So well, why don't we start there then? Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, we did. We got a question from one of our worsties. And I did say that I was going to bring it here. So um, because I, I think all of us probably have different types of advice for this. So and mine was too long to to put in the text. So I was like, okay, this is this is definitely gonna let's need- save this. Put a pin in that. We'll talk about that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, the question was, how do um, how do you get used to flirting with someone new? I'm so out of practice, and I don't want it to be so obvious. So some flirting advice is what we're we're after here, and I think that it's probably. I, I think there's a question here that I have is, this, are you like out somewhere trying to meet someone flirt with like a stranger or is this somebody you've been talking to flirting with? Right. So that's. Yeah, I, I think it's so dependent on who it is, because mm-hmm. I feel like with the right person, it comes naturally. Yeah. Right? Like I and I feel like it doesn't necessarily feel like flirting when right. you're with the right person. I feel like if you're if you're trying really hard and you feel like you're not getting anything back, then maybe you just don't have chemistry. Right. You right. know? True. But at the same time, I also know that there are people who are just really good at flirting, and it comes very naturally to them. <laughs> Cassie's raising her hand. Um, and they're just, like, really charming that way. Yeah. You know? I think it's – I think what that comes down to – and I raise my hand because f- – semi-facetiously because – I've been married for like 16 years, but I do think that it does come down to something that I am good at, which is that I'm a hairdresser. I'm a good listener. I'm good at reacting to people's personalities. I have this method that I've always used, well, used for years. It's something I I learned when I was doing hair on set for a DSW commercial that they were filming for their their team, which is called Check, Check, Match. And it's something I did and used in sales, something I use as a hairdresser. And it was check 
check the energy of the person that you're approaching, Mm -hmm. check it again, and then match it, right? Because sometimes you may approach somebody and, you know, depending on their demeanor, it's all about what they're willing to accept or how they're accepting or receiving information. And that has to be like really part, that's the biggest part of how we approach people. You're like, can I be campy? Can I be funny? Are they, are they somebody who would get my, my sarcasm? Are they somebody who would, um, they need you to come in a slow roll, like just start a conversation. Some of the other tricks that I use just in general, getting along with people. And I think that this is, this is what flirting is, is connecting with them, right? What do you have in common? Mm -hmm. If you can find a common ground very quickly, then you have something you can can maybe play off of and joke around with. and Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like the same things that make you a good conversationalist make you good at flirting. Like if you're good, if you can go into a party and, you know, chat people up and pull things out of people, then you're going to be good at flirting. Um, because I think that those things go hand in hand. Not everybody is naturally good at that. And if you're not, then I feel like it really does come down to the chemistry that you have with the person. Do you know what I mean? Speaking as the group's only introvert, yes. the one that doesn't like approaching strangers, also doesn't like to be approached and has real problems uh, communicating with people I don't know. Um, so if you're like me, uh, flirting for me when I was out dating was really dependent on the text rapport that we had set up in advance in giving me some kind of vibe of the topics and things that they were interested in gave me the confidence to feel like I could carry on um, that kind of conversation. And when I got in person and met them, if there was chemistry there, the conversation flowed naturally, you know, you kind of touch them on the arm, that sort of thing. And it's, it's fine. Um, But yeah, for those, those times I messed up and maybe like went on the date too soon and didn't have that text background to go off of it was very awkward Mm -hmm. to just talk to a stranger yeah Yeah. i mean i guess (laughs) if you're looking for ideas of like ways you can fake it right because there's always like ways that you can fake it fake it till you make it fake confidence even if you don't have it because confidence is always really attractive and for me something that i found works not necessarily flirting because i've been in a relationship for so long but Eye contact is really important. Like show somebody that you're interested. Mm -hmm. Like Cassie said, show them that you're listening to what they're saying. Yes, yes. Be engaged Mm -hmm. um, in the conversation and go off of what they're saying so that they know that you're listening to them. I think that all those things are really attractive. Absolutely. I I totally agree with you. I think you're absolutely right. I think you've hit nail on the head as far as like just engaging being a good listener sometimes mm-hmm. is probably even ways that Christina probably out outdoes me a multitude of times I'm the person who's like engage 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 and you're the person who's like sit back listen use your strengths for yours you know like mm-hmm. to help you in those those situations for sure that's all really valid yeah because at the end of the day like keegan said at the beginning of this conversation with the right person the the flirting is not going to be flirting it's just going to be that natural chemistry that you have with somebody and that's the kind of person that you want to be with where you don't feel like you're trying in your head Mm -hmm. to to make this happen yeah if it feels like if it feels like there's too many moments of like silence if you can't find anything to say to each other well i mean maybe that's just not the person for you and you should move on Mm -hmm. like you know because it shouldn't be 
that hard. You shouldn't have to work that hard. And sometimes right. you're just not compatible with somebody and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, in so in fact, more often than not, that's the case. For sure. So yeah, that's, that's dating in a nutshell is, is, is being okay with, with the rejection because they're, you're going to get a lot more rejection um, and you're going to reject people, you yeah. know, and it, it's just a lack of If you were meant to be with everybody, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this wouldn't be a thing. I do have to say, though, um, as the, you know, Keegan and I, the extroverts, mm-hmm. I would say um, dating as an introvert, ha- get adopted by some extroverts. Yeah. I think especially in public, we, you know, we have you met my friend Christina was a oh, joke yeah. because we literally would be like if we were out and we saw somebody that were like, yeah. Have you met my friend Christina? Get you out on the dance floor. Get you dancing close to that guy that yeah. you think is hot on the dance or floor. Or be the person <laughs> who can engage the conversation so that you can start to find, oh my gosh, you're into that. So is my friend Christina. She actually loves talking about blah, blah, blah. Oh, and mediate, you that. mediate the fuck out of a Ooh. conversation. You know yeah. what I mean? You can be that middle person. You can be the Oprah in yes. that conversation, you know? Yes, we can. Absolutely. <laughs> well, let's talk about some people who have either been rejected a bunch or done a lot of rejecting because this came across my um came across my Apple News, which I'm like, this this isn't we're using the term news very loosely here. Very fast and loose <laughs> lately. <laughs> yeah. But it was twenty four celebrities who've been married more than three times. Yeah, that's a oh, BuzzFeed okay. article. If I've yes, it one. is. It is oh. BuzzFeed. Yes, it is. Amazing. Um and so some of these, like Jennifer Lopez, I'm like, okay, yeah, we know. We know that one. I didn't know Kate Winslet had been married yeah. three times. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Cage has been married like six times. Okay. That, d- that does not tracks. shock me <laughs> at all. I'm actually like, only six? Only, exactly, because that is the guy who is like, he is in love with love. Yeah. So when it doesn't work out, he's just looking for his next quote unquote love yeah he is ready to marry someone and lock oh, it okay. down sorry five times oh. don't mean to um oh. to do it but he got married this year yeah can't stop no can't stop won't stop it's amazing <laughs> I, some of these people oh it was billy bob thornton who was married six times boy that actually sir and he wasn't even married to laura dern oh man so like how like how this is my question how do you have the time? Like I was literally looking because they was list he married them out. to Angelina. Yes. Yeah. Okay, they were married. Yes. Okay. Um. So I was because I was looking looking at them and they list out the years that they were married to each person. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Billy Bob Thornton was married for two years, then two years, then two years, then four years, then three years, and now he's been married since 2014. But I'm like, that's how you have to do it. You got to just like get married fast, stay married for like two or three years, get divorced and move on to the next because like how else do you have time to get married six times? As somebody who was planning a wedding with someone who I've been with for eight years, engaged for three years, like my engagement has been longer than yeah. 50% of Billy Bob Thornton's <laughs> marriages. Like, That's you right. know, like, who, who, it's mind blowing to me. Yeah. It's yeah. always mind blowing to me. And no, I'm not shading anybody who's like no. had a lot of marriages. I mean, I'm just they're, saying. They're, there can be fun parties, I guess. And if you have the money and nothing else to do with your time. Like, yeah. I've I mean, said this. I've said this to many people when they've asked me how the wedding planning is going. Mm. It's going fine, for the record. <laughs> it's going fine. It's fine. Um, this is fine. But I will say this. God forbid anything ever happens. Mm-hmm. Never 
again. Again. Mm-mm. I will never plan a big wedding ever again. And I realize that a lot of these people who've been married multiple times, they have small weddings or they have lots of money where they can just hire someone to do all the stuff. But for people who are like everyday people who are on their third, fourth marriage and every wedding is Ooh. a big wedding, sociopaths. I don't understand. <laughs> wow. I'm like, what's wow. wrong with you? Like, it's Ooh. so stressful. Yeah. It's so expensive. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, why would you do this multiple times? You know what I mean? Like once is go- is fun. Yeah. Great. You know, I think maybe it's similar to uh, having kids. Yeah. In that you like you forget yeah. because speaking as somebody that did, I didn't have a huge wedding or anything like that. It was only like 80 people, but it was like a wedding. Yeah. And it had planning. It had planning and stuff. It's been over a decade since that. So like if I were to get in that situation again, I've already forgotten how oh. difficult it is. Oh, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'd do it again. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. I mean, okay. Maybe yeah, maybe true. you shouldn't talk to me. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I'm in the thick of it right yeah, now. You are. And I'm like, fuck this. I mean, I'm looking forward to my wedding. I don't want to at all put like, a, you know, make it sound like I'm not because I am. No, but, but you're you're like, uh, you know, two months out yeah. at this point. So like less than two months out. Yes. So it's it's really you're in the final countdown. And in the final countdown as well, like everyone, I, I cannot. This shouldn't be a surprise. I don't know why. Everyone tells you weddings are expensive. Weddings are expensive, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weddings are expensive. Like, okay, I know. Okay, I get it. But then you come down to like all of the little shit you still have to do. And that I'm like, costs money. I'm a, like, I, and and you get to the end, you get to the last like month and a half, and you're like, fucking whatever. Like, what's another two hundred dollars? Like, you just yeah. start like just throwing things just to like get it done and (laughs) then you come out on the other side of it and you're like i'm sorry what yeah how much exactly (laughs) oh dear but it's gonna be a fun party oh it's gonna be so fun listen it will be (laughs) super fun yeah but yeah i'm like for all this money and all this stress i'm like i'm having the best time leave me alone i'm on the dance floor you know what i mean yeah 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 i'm excited yeah it's gonna be really excited yeah Ooh, ooh, bachelor party coming up. I know. Bachelor uh, party coming up. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got it. Yeah. In Palm Springs, that's going to be... Liddy. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what else we have going on? Well, I do know that we have a shit ton of patrons. We do. We do. Thank. We uh, have a lot of special thanks to give. And thank you again for those of you guys who have waited a couple of weeks for us to, you know... um, uh, get your shout outs and that sort of thing. Like we had to record ahead of time to um, make use of a little bit of vacation time. So we appreciate it. Yes. And we've been out of town. Um, so if you have not received your rewards yet, don't worry. We haven't forgotten about you. We are going to get those in the mail today. So they should be coming to you soon. Um, and don't think that we've we've forgotten about you. So, okay. We want to give a shout out to Heather Newman for joining us. She's, you know, Heather, thank you for being such a trooper (laughs) because you literally became our patron like the day after the last time we recorded. Right. And so we were like, oh, no, like she's going to have to wait so long for us to give her a shout out on the podcast. Uh, We hope that she doesn't think that we've forgotten about her. So thank you so much 
for joining us. We want to give a shout out to Helen and to um, this person has been our patron for quite a long time. Uh, he has also sent us a lot of messages on um, email with I just suggestions and just reaching out Active to give give mm-hmm. comments about you know the episodes which we love to see. I want to give a special shout out to Lewis Hung who reached out with just a very sweet message um, to you, Christina, about mm-hmm. everything that was kind of going on. And um, edited their pledge. And so we want to thank you so much for not only your loyalty to the podcast, but also your friendship. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Desiree Martyr. I hope I said your last name right. Desiree, thank you so much for joining us. And I think... That is everybody. Okay. Oh, good. All, All right. right. Wow. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Worsty crew. Now that we're back together and, you know, fingers crossed uh, Delta variant doesn't wreck our plans because we <laughs> yeah. had a lot of plans for, for different videos and stuff like that coming to Patreon soon. But stay tuned. You guys always get to know things first. Yeah. I, I think I feel like that meme where it's like fall plans. Delta variant. Oh yeah, you know that yeah, yeah, yeah. That new trend yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. my heart, I, I really need, I really, I really need everybody to get it together. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, look, man, I know it's hard, but <laughs> we've, we've really, I can't have another Halloween inside. We really no. need to just pull it together, okay? For real. <laughs> well, um. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. You sent us a quiz that we were supposed to do. Okay. So we got this quiz from one of our listeners who um, is one of our Twitter friends. Um, and this person sent us a quiz. And it, the quiz was a BuzzFeed quiz. The mm-hmm. best kind, right? Yeah. Yes. Which is like makes it absolute gospel. Yeah. Did, yeah, did mean, BuzzFeed sponsor this episode? Because <laughs> I feel honestly. like. Um, and the quiz was. Hold on. Let me find it real quick. Sorry, guys. Um, the quiz was. um since we can't all have Mike Lowry, let's see which other Will Smith character you belong with. And I got to be honest, if I was picking myself, I would have said Mike Lowry for sure. For sure. Okay. All right. But I ended up getting Deadshot <laughs> from the Suicide Squad. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I got hit, which was a surprise, surprise to me. Wow. Okay. Having seen that movie, not who I would have thought for myself, but I guess if he's good enough for Eva Mendez, I mean, he's good enough for me. Well, I got exactly who I thought I was going to get. Yeah. I got uh, Robert Neville from I Am Legend. Amazing. Oh, oh. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. I'm like, yep, that's absolutely. Sad boy TM, though. Like, you got the saddest yes. of the Will Smiths. You know what I mean? He's got a German but he's got a dog that he's he loves a, a lot. Wait, a that's lot. not the saddest one. Pursuit of Happiness yes. is the saddest I was going Will to Smith. clarify. Yeah. Pursuit of Happiness is the saddest. Um, but, you know, I Am Legend is a is yeah. up there he's, in yeah. terms he's of pretty like, sad sad boy yeah <laughs> yeah sad and lonely My, and i totally get i can fix you vibes from <laughs> oh, that guy yes. you know what i mean yeah like, um my my care mine is says that deadshot is the ultimate bad boy he's sarcastic and he's overly confident in his skills i'm like am i marrying myself <laughs> oh. <laughs> see that's sarcastic. the problem with these quizzes is i yeah. feel like they always end up being like you're not going to get with somebody who's just like you. You know right. what I mean? So Hitch, okay. Um, Alex Hitch from Hitch. Hitch 
or Alex is suave and charming. He actually works as a date doctor, helping men learn how to speak to and treat a woman right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it seems he doesn't always take his own advice as he can be nervous about women he likes. He believes in being a gentleman and treating people with respect. Now, listen. This is a tainted love movie, if, I, if I've ever heard yeah, one. Right. Um, also, not all of that, but some of it in terms of like... <laughs> he doesn't he gives advice and doesn't take his own advice I'm like yeah that mm-hmm. sounds like me that sounds exactly <laughs> like me I'm like I can fix you let's never turn the finger back around this direction uh, Robert Neville is a military scientist a virologist who works hard to try and protect humanity strong and resourceful he's creative when needed he can take care of himself and others in a very dangerous world oh, yeah he and can. he's willing to mm-hmm. sacrifice himself to protect others without thinking so mm-hmm. pause before we decide who we're who we're gonna fuck Mary kill here mm-hmm. did you see <laughs> sorry did you see that the writers of I am legend had to come forward and they put out a statement where they're like it's a movie because, because, I'm sorry, what? because anti-vaxxers were quoting it okay. and saying like, look, this is what happened. And I oh, am legend whenever oh they forced God. vaccinations on people and the writers oh, had, to, no. this is the world we're living in where the writers had to come out and be like, um, it's a, it was a book. It's, it, yes. And I read the book I mean, and it's very different from the movie, but hold on. Pause. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot to think about here. I actually know what I'm going to do. Okay. I actually oh, know good, what I'm going to do. Okay. So I am going to marry I Am Legend. Um, I'm going to marry him. Okay. I know. I, I feel like maybe not the best choice, but yeah. I feel like in the impending zombie apocalypse, yeah, that's he who you want. would be very helpful. Yeah. He loves animals, man. He loves animals. Mm-hmm. Um, if I die, he'll mourn me forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I'm feeling like, okay, good, 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 mm-hmm. solid. Maybe a little moody. But yeah. I feel like we can get around it. Yeah, but he's not gonna be moody until you're gone anyway, right? <laughs> right. When we're together, yeah, it'll be good, it'll right? Be great. It'll be great. Uh, just listening to Bob Marley and yeah. hanging out with our dog. Sounds great. Um, I am going to fuck Deadshot. Okay. Oh, this is not the direction I thought. Listen, I, I went away for three weeks and became a whole new person. Yeah. Wow. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> new Keegan. Who this? <laughs> What's up? No, I just feel like he's strong. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to be married to him. No, I, I no, think no, no. It's, he's going to anger fuck yeah, you. Yeah, aggressive, but he's anger right? You. Yeah, he is. But, yeah. but for one night, great. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, it's going to be spicy. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Okay? Like, um, definitely you're, you're going to want to sneak out of there. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm leaving You're before. not sneaking out, by the way. He can, he knows you're leaving. Oh, that's true. He's just yeah. going to let you. He's yeah. Like, oh, yeah, sneaky snake. <laughs> See you next time. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? There probably will be a next time. Yeah, there will. Like he's the guy who you're like all God. your friends are like, do not it's do a bad it. And you just text him the <laughs> eggplant and the water emoji. Yes. You get drunk enough, you're like, Don't do it, don't do it, don't, don't. No. Uh, it's I done. It. It's it. done. It's been done. <laughs> you called an Uber, sure you did. Okay. <laughs> cool, cool. Cool. Yeah, you send him the you up text. Like yeah. that's yeah. what happens with that guy. Oh jeez. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it's a mistake and you Every know it's time. a mistake you know mm-hmm. but it's a really 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 fun mistake it is mm-hmm. it is um i'm gonna kill hitch and yeah. you know like i think hitch is actually a good guy i think yeah. actually of the three of them he's probably the one that would end up being the best husband yeah right if you had the like 
patience to get him through that initial like bullshit. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because you know, hasn't been in a long term relationship ever, so you're gonna have to train him up a little bit. Oh, but I yeah. feel like once he's trained That's a up good well. Point. <laughs> he's he's gonna be great. He's, he, yeah. But but you don't want to get them training wheels out. It's, it's and not no, at. you get to a certain age and you're like, yeah. I've I've done taught too many guys how to ride this bike. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna need somebody else to have done that. Yeah, labor. And yeah. I, I also feel like there would be an element of because this is his like area of women is his like yeah. area of expertise oh, that there God. would be like a certain amount of like mansplaining going yeah. on he's that mansplain your femininity to you and mm-hmm, you're the like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's gonna be like that's where the G spot is and you're like I promise you it's not <laughs> that's not where it is funny, funny story <laughs> my body I do know <laughs> it sure doesn't feel like it <laughs> nope um so yeah I and I also just feel like. That's I just there's nothing exciting about being with Hitch. Like at least if you're with I am Legend guy, I mean like he's a scientist. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know like there's some like something really like intellectual and interesting about yeah. that guy. Yeah, um, smart. He's gonna keep Love you smart. keep you stimulated and on your toes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. I feel like you've had some really solid points here. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna go a different direction. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay, I feel like that got swayed a little. Hmm. I think that I am going to uh, marry Hitch, actually. Okay. okay. I, I, again, I think it's a solid choice. I think that it's good for me. And Eric has has taught me a lot in that Eric can be very, very silly. And I think that that's mm. good for me in that I may be a little too serious or in my head at times. And yeah, this is a good choice Eric's for you. a really good way of yes. drawing m- me out of that. So... You know, even if he does get a little mansplaining at times, I can roll my eyes or what have you. Yeah. But he does seem to be the one that's the most fun and outgoing. Agree. Yeah, he's, he's going to, of the three, he's the one who's going to take you dancing. Yeah. For sure. And I think that that mansplainy thing can be worked out of him. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just a little bit of patience. Uh, Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, it's, I, I think that the, out of the three, that's a good one. And then I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to fuck I am legend. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's definitely like that, that sad boy. Yeah. Sex is. <laughs> it's, the, it's ingrained in you a little. A yeah. little. Okay, I, I don't want to, I don't want to marry it now, but I do want to. But this it, is so. growth. I do this still want to fuck it. This is real growth for you. I feel <laughs> like you're like, you know what? You recognize that's like, that's not, I, I shouldn't marry that. Yeah. Long term. Yeah. It's a brutal. It's intense yeah. to marry the sad boy. Yeah. Well, fucking him every once in a while. Kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Cass? All right. Well, um, gosh, I was pretty solid. I think I'm going to go to my original, which was I I think that I am also going to marry I Am Legend. Um, I Brains, smarts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, the sexiest thing ever. Like, yeah. I love smarts. He's really hot in that movie, too. He's so, so hot. hot. Like, he is, that is the hottest yeah. Will Smith yeah. in these three, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And, yeah, I do love a German Shepherd. Kind of one of my favorite dogs. Yeah. Um, They're sweet. There's a lot here. I, I really just feel like... And I, I am... I am just obsessed with dystopian future. Mm-hmm. Well... You're preparing kind of. yourself that's good <laughs> yeah like in this is the shit that i dream about too like it's the stuff where i'm like i'm on the run and we have to it's the kind it's the kind of movies i like to watch it's the kind of dystopian books i like to read you know and you want him on your side yes for I'm, sure I'm, and you know he's yeah. not gonna leave you in deadshot my 
Dead shot yeah. will. Yeah. Dead shot will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I got to get out of this situation yeah. and you're too slow. So deuces. Yeah, deuces. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no. He ain't going to stand by you. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm actually going to kill Deadshot because mm. I think that, I think it would be a fun fuck, but it just, it's not, it's not healthy. No. Mm. And, and I'm in a healthy no. place in my life where I want to be healthy-ish. And <laughs> Wow. I, I feel like my decisions have been really. Uh, oh, sorry. Um, but I'm going to fuck Hitch. Or, yeah, for sure. I'm going to fuck Hitch. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think. It'll be fun. Yeah, I think it'll, it'll be, be fun. I think he's fun. It will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hitch is fun. He's definitely the most the most fun, fun of the three. Of the definitely for sure. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, great! I feel answers. like we all learned a lot. And yeah. um, now yeah. it's time for my therapy. I'll be back shortly. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys want to take five, and we'll come back with story. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And we're back. All right. See, you're up. All right. Let me bring it up here. We got a influx of listener stories which thank is so you. great thank Please you thank you thank keep you coming um so this one is entitled road trip from hell amazing <laughs> she says hey worsties longtime listener first time writer here my memory was jogged this past weekend and i decided to write in one of my worst dates ever oh i love it whenever that I happens do. you wake up out of a cold sweat and you're like <gasps> oh <gasps> yeah that happened <laughs> set the scene i have been seeing this guy we'll call him chris for about three months at the time and there were so many red flags that i chose not to see i was only 23 and my self-worth was in the ditches mm. it was a nice summer day and i was going on a road trip to see my best friend that was six hours away i had initially planned on making the trip solo but 30 minutes before i was set to leave Chris Oof. called and said he had taken the day off from work to come with me. No, okay. I'm sorry. You invited yourself on my solo road trip? To no, see sir. my best friend? No. no. You want a third wheel, my my best friend trip? No. No, no. No, no we're good. Yeah, it would be so awkward. No. You know what I mean? Like if I was coming to visit one of you guys, you know, and we had planned yeah. and then all of a sudden like my dude is not your boyfriend like a guy you've been on a few dates with no yeah no and you didn't plan on it right i feel like you have to be mentally prepared to be in a car with somebody for six Six hours hours. oh amen to that (laughs) okay i hadn't super been looking forward to six hours on the road by myself anyway he gets to my house and the first thing he does is put a baseball bat in the trunk of my car for protection. No. It's in the trunk of your car, <laughs> no. first and foremost. And what are you talking about? Like, what? What? Are, for what protection you're driving? I also want to know where they're going. Like, yeah. are in what scenario would that be necessary? Right. Like, oh, oh going to Santa Barbara. Right. Gotta, exactly. Just in case we gotta fuck some shit up. <laughs> oh, uh. no. We took my car, so I did all of the driving. Six hours there, six hours back. We left around 8.30 a.m., and he insisted on stopping at a gas station, and he comes out with a big box of beer and immediately starts drinking (laughs) at 8.30 in the morning. Too soon, bro. Cool, cool, cool. While you're driving in a car. Yeah. Very cool. No. Ugh. I put on a podcast so we don't have to actually talk on the drive because I was already annoyed with him. Good call. Yeah. Dude, I really feel like you have to have a certain kind of chemistry with people to be in a car for a long period of time. Like you have to be like good friends. Yeah. Yeah. In order to endure that. A a road trip can really test a relationship or a friendship. I think it it tested our relationship just going out to Vegas. I don't think so. We we got along so well. We got along great. 
but I'm saying how many times did I make you guys stop to go pee? It was obnoxious. I'm like an old lady. I'm like, can I stop at the next <laughs> You're like, my bladder's full. <laughs> Again. <laughs> it refilled itself as soon as we left the last bathroom. <laughs> so a few hours and beers for him into the drive. We're on a long stretch of highway. Oh, no. He leans back in the passenger seat. Nine nine. Pulls his dick <gasps> out of his pants. Say, no, that's what he's doing. And looks at me suggestively uh-uh. while I am driving. I'm sorry, sir. absolutely fucking not, sir, sir. Uh, Get the how, f- look, that's not how roadhead works is, either. Like I'm, no, sorry, I'm, I'm a driver, driver. <laughs> so you. What do you want to do? You do it. it it's, this is what happens here. Like that's the exchange. Okay. I don't. I don't, mean, I don't, I don't mean to sidebar this, but I got to know if any of you guys given. Roadie, I have not. Yeah, I've given mm-hmm. a roadie before. It's intoxicating. It's, yeah, is it? It was kind of like it's a little scary. Yeah, I like, feel oh, like I over. would be very scared. I'm like, what no. if we hit a bump or something? My teeth are right well, there. I mean, that's on him. Yeah, <laughs> so, drive safe, bro. <laughs> Extra safe. You hit a pothole and it's all over for you. Yeah, she says. Sidebar again. I was in a very low place mentally and would have done just about anything to please someone. <sighs> no. She admits, like earlier yeah. on, that she had That's her tough. last relationship had been serious and yeah. not not good. So, girl, she, we've all been in crazy places. Yeah, okay. you do not have to like no. apologize and no. stuff. Like this, literally, you could have been writing one of my stories. So, <laughs> I mean, same. She says, I'm ashamed to admit it, but I gave him a half-hearted hand job while driving because it was easier than having him whine and pout the rest no, of the way but to see my friend. Here's, okay, even for him, though, I'm like, nobody wants that. Nobody wants a dry, soulless hand job. Nobody yeah. wants that. And all I can think about is every semi you pass can fucking see yeah. Yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Girl>. <laughs> Oh this is a two lane road situation oh. only. I have I have definitely um if I'm giving you a hand job, I'm not really into it. That's just what <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say. Like is anybody like, like the amount of like, you know, lubrication that is needed like to give a good hand job and it gets gross. It, mm-hmm. I don't it, it, no, just don't. Just put it in your mouth at that point. You know what I mean? Just put it in your mouth. <laughs> In your motherfucking mouth. Uh, we finally make it to but our But not desti- if you're driving. Sorry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we finally make it to our destination, and he's an asshole the entire time. He doesn't want to meet my friend or her family, spends our entire time there in my car, smoking and drinking. Wow. So, why did you come for a half Wow. Handy? You're about to be left in Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> After a few hours, we start the trip back home. We stop at a gas station to fill up. He asks for a Xanax he can rail in the bathroom. Oh, I gave my. him one that I was prescribed for my anxiety. Then we stopped at a Waffle House because where I'm from, we don't have Waffle House and I had always wanted to go to one. We eat quietly and use the bathrooms before getting on the road again. I come out of the women's room and he's right there insisting that we have sex in the no. Waffle House no. bathroom. No, fuck no. you. Who wants to have no. nightmares about that? <laughs> no. Fuck you, Look, dude. you know what you're getting into, and it's a meme at this point. Like, you know what you're getting into when you go to Waffle That's House, right? right? Yep. Like, and it's fine. We're all in agreement that it's fine. If you're yeah. there, it's fine. But you but ain't fucking in that goddamn bathroom. There are 
drainage holes in the floor oh, yeah. for when they go in and just hose it down. Spray, power spray the entire they don't even mop there no. they just power spray the floors down they know how disgusting it is There's you can't fuck in there no like do you want to know what's good like i would you can't do anything in a waffle house bathroom you, you can't get sit in on the seat when you pee and you get the fuck out yeah. that's right you're you're hovering that is uh that's i a have hover. a category yep and that's a hover that's in the hover category. Uh, a Waffle House bathroom is like a step and a half above a public beach bathroom. Oof. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's, and that's saying a lot because you know how yeah. I feel. I won't even use a Venice beach bathroom anymore. I'm past yeah, that point in my life. Go in the ocean. <laughs> I will use a Waffle House bathroom, but just barely. Yeah. I'm definitely not fucking in there. Yeah. No, yeah. no. He was so pushy about it, but he didn't have any condoms, and I was not on birth control, and your girl is not getting knocked up. Amen, girl. Yes. Definitely not with that guy. guy. Oh, God. (laughs) We get in the car and start driving home. I'm so annoyed with him, and we don't talk. I put on another podcast. Eventually, he falls asleep, and I spend the rest of the drive home essentially by myself. We broke up shortly after this day because he had incredible trust issues and was always accusing me of cheating on him, which, of course, I never did. That's a red flag. That reddest. means he was, he was, he cheating was doing on you. some yeah. shady shit. The reddest. There were so many red flags from the beginning of this quote unquote relationship that I either choose not to see or didn't realize until after the fact. He was manipulative and abusive and I'm so lucky to have gotten out. It's been a little bit embarrassing to write all this out, but I'm reminding myself that I was not okay or myself during this relationship. Girl, you don't need you to don't justify need to. yourself to us. No, no you've no. listened to this podcast. You don't need <laughs> okay, to justify right? yourself to us. <laughs> exactly. Okay? We have had some real shady shame receipts go down. Okay? No shit. Yeah, girl, you're 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 in you're fine. You're good golden. Company. You're yeah. golden. Everybody's been there. <laughs> but looking back, I'm so proud of myself for getting out and becoming the strong badass woman that I am today. Thank you, ladies, for being such strong examples of what a healthy relationship looks like, and for always being a safe place for people like me. Oh, I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. (sighs) Okay. I, (laughs) you're so smiley. I am very, well, I'm very excited to be with you guys. A, B, the story is real cute. Oh, yay. All right. So we got the story uh, written into us as well. And it starts when I was in high school. Also, she gave like a little side note just for us, but I also think it's very important to set the scene, (laughs) which is, uh, immerse yourself in the indulgent sounds of Panic at the Disco. Mm. I think nothing I will do really that. puts it in a place. Yes, other, I, that's I'm, a moment. Okay, so that's happening. We're here. Okay. Just in the background. <laughs> Got it. When I was in high school, mid 2000s, my family moved from Cali to the Midwest. You can't, you or you can imagine the angst this field mm. because I'm an introvert and really resisted this change. I was slow to make lasting friendships. At the beginning of one semester, though, I took a gym class and met this other girl, this other alt girl, let's call her Elizabeth, who was as nerdy and hated gym as much as I did. Our class was full of girls from dance teams, so we really saw ourselves as, quote, not like the other girls. Oh, oh, (laughs) God. Oh, my heart. I'm like, help me. I feel like I I know them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, so much eyeliner. (laughs) Because we were in different grades, though, we didn't have any other classes together and only hung out during PE. As the semester went on, I started to build some friendships. I was also like 16, so it was horny as fuck. (laughs) No one struck up (laughs) my fancy, really, but this guy I sat next to in Spanish, let's call him Dylan, which is weird (laughs) for me. 
<laughs> this is my son, um, was nice. And because proximity was enough for me at this point, I gave him my number. Yep. We, yeah. exchanged, <laughs> yeah. we exchanged some texts here and there and had those, quote, deep angst conversations. But oh, God. didn't. Imagine the side swoop oh. haircut on Dylan, oh. you know, like the mid two thousand. Only one eye, just one eye, yeah. just one oh, eye. It's dyed box box black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he might have a white streak in it, but oh. Dylan definitely can't see on both of his eyes. No. Only one. Yeah. No. Um, uh, deep angst conversations, but didn't really speak much in person. At some point, I really became a horn monster and just needed someone to touch my boobs. Well, yeah. there we go. <laughs> Sounds like sixteen. There. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, or or after that, too. 15, 16, 17, 18, now. 19, 42. <laughs> um, I started to get flirty, flirty in my texts with Dylan, and we'd go back and forth sending super tame, sexy Midwestern texts. Oh, my God. 16-year-olds. Midwestern sexy texts. Oh, my text. God. Oh, my God. Plus, he lived in my neighborhood. So, again, proximity was important. <laughs> eventually we decided to make plans and meet the next day at midnight in the play structure halfway between our houses oh my Ooh, god this is the oh most my... midwestern story like you're gonna sneak out of your parents yep. ranch style house <laughs> and walk to the local playground oh my at gosh. midnight Sweet. i have a scar in my back from like humping on one of those concrete <laughs> no. picnic mm. tables oh that's so high school of you yeah <laughs> i definitely have definitely done it Got on one of those action on the on uh, those uh, concrete yeah. picnic in a yeah. shelter house oh yeah. yeah sweet i was finally gonna get some action on the eve of our midnight tryst i went to class like normal but i started to get that nervous feeling in my stomach i had never snuck out before my parents were helicopter parents and i never got anything past them also, this play structure wasn't in a park. It was a neighbor's house. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> what if they found us trespassing? I spiraled into anxious thoughts, but in the end decided making out was more important. Uh, of course. Mm -hmm. Priorities. Priorities. <laughs> yes. That night, I started to get ready. I texted Dylan to seal the deal and make sure we were still to a go. Got the green light. I waited for my parents to go to sleep. And once I knew it was safe, I got dressed. My stomach was doing kickflips at this point. My senses were on high alert, thinking that at any moment I was about to get caught. As I was trying to figure out how to take the screen out of my window to sneak out, I heard a scratching at my door. Fuck. Meow. Shit. I practically flew to my bedroom door to let the cat into my room. He sauntered in, meowing, purring wildly. He had never before craved attention what late at a night. What a blocker mm -hmm. this cat is. <laughs> but like, of course, no. now he was purring like a motorbike and wanted all the love. I plopped him on my bed, gave him some hurried pets and scratches while listening for any sign that my parents had woken up. And after a while, he calmed down and I gently but urgently scooted him out the door. Back cat, to the screen. Cat people are hilarious. Like, we're like, yeah, I'll put I, everything on hold to take yeah. care of your needs yeah, for yeah. <laughs> five seconds. That mowing is definitely going to wake up your parents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I took it out with the dexterity of a jewel thief and slowly climbed out the window. I was on the ground floor and a bush was right outside my window. So I figured I'd sneak out of there pretty incognito. As I stood up and started walking down the street, a neighbor walked by with their dog. They looked at me skeptically and in a panic, I put my finger to my neck and started to jog in place. Oh, no. <laughs> 
you know it's a thing. <laughs> she's like, I saw this in a movie once. Yes. And like, she's definitely not dressed in like athlete wear. Like, right? No. She's not in like a velour track suit. She's no. in like oh emo jeans, like right. skinny jeans that you would never fucking go running in. Oh, Luckily, Ooh. they kept walking and didn't say anything. So I jogged down the street in the opposite direction. <laughs> Still checking my pulse like a moron. That neighbor knows how to mind her business. She's like, like mm. you know, not my monkey. Okay. Yep. Checking my pulse like a moron and hiding behind bushes when possible. After what felt like the longest jog in history, I got to the meeting spot. I hid in the woods between houses and made sure the lights in the kitchen were off. Good to go. I let out a sigh of relief and climbed into the play structure. From the outside, you couldn't tell anyone was in there. <clears throat> Once I got uh, my breath back, I checked my phone for texts. Nothing yet. I texted Dylan while I waited for him to respond. I practiced looking casual for when he'd climb in next to me. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. Practice looking casual. Yeah, yeah. You're like, look, 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 chill. Look, chill. Look, I lean like, on this. Yeah. What am I doing with my hands? <laughs> down, down hands. Okay. You're trying to find the angle where you look the skinniest. Yeah. For sure. Like, you're like, my arms look skinny if I prop them up like this. Yeah. Just lean back. No that big looks, deal. That looks good. That looks casual. <laughs> Ten minutes went by with no response. I sent another text. Forty minutes passed. Nothing. Where the hell are you? I texted furiously. At this point, I was starting to get freaked out and felt like I was pushing my luck. I thought about my cat meowing and my folks finding my bed empty. Anxiously, I scrambled out of the neighbor's backyard and walked back home. I made it back to the bedroom safely and found everything was just like I left it. Tired, I got into bed and saw that Dylan finally responded. Oh, you bitch. LOL. I fell asleep. Sorry. Go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. Absolutely. My go heart's fuck yourself. breaking for every 16-year-old. Oh, my God. I was oh. pissed off. So I just went back to bed without responding. I avoided him for the next couple of days, and he kept apologizing. While I wanted to be cool and yell fuck off in his face, I was a teenage girl and with low self-confidence and thought, uh, he could be different this time. So we made plans to watch Shaun of the Dead in my basement the next Friday oh. night. And this time was uh, we succeeded. He came over and of course we watched about first 20 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. and then we got frisky. Yep. When we get to the second when we get to second base, the second base, he took mm-hmm. out his phone and tried to take photos of me. Whoa. Oh. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. To this day, I'm so happy I had the audacity to take it from him and fling it across the room. This put a damper on the night, so we made out a little more, and eventually the movie ended and he went home. Not 30 minutes went by before I received a text from him saying, that was a mistake. Um, Too hot for you? I responded naively. He, he went on to admit that he not only had a girlfriend, <gasps> but they had been going out since the beginning of the school year. Oh. They met at church camp. Oh, <laughs> He oh said, my God, I'm so triggered. <laughs> he said, she is a really sweet girl and you'd really like her. Oh. He cursed <laughs> himself and said he was going to hell. And of course, I did the emotional work of telling him he's just human and it's okay through tears. Oh, my What's God. What's her name? I ask Elizabeth. He responded. I froze. Is her last name blank? He, I said, yeah. Do you know her? My <gasps> no. friend from gym class. I could not describe all the emotions I felt in that moment, but number one was disgust with myself. I talked Dylan into doing, uh, into telling her what had happened. And the next Monday, Elizabeth and I skipped gym and talked it out and cried together. We patched things up, but it, I did not talk to them outside of school. Anymore. <laughs> Aww. 
Oh my God, what a great story. (laughs) Fast forward a couple years to senior year. I asked the guy to prom and we ended up joining Elizabeth and Dylan's prom group. Since it turns out they had been buddies since elementary school, I was nervous at first, but we soon started gabbing and joking like we did in the old days. We had a blast at prom and had a teen movie style perfect ending to high school. Since then, Dylan and Elizabeth broke up, but she is not... is she is now engaged to an amazing guy. I haven't talked to Dylan in a while, but last time I heard he was trying to become an influencer and calling himself shaman. Oh no. <laughs> that tracks. That tracks. Does he have a man bun now? I bet he does in a beard. Oh geez. And I never took up Saturday night or never took up midnight jogging after that first time oh wow oh my gosh that was so well written i know know. and there were so many like memories in there too she took me there she really took me there i feel i i'm like sweating a little bit i'm like triggered i'm like i knew these people i was these people (laughs) waiting casually in the neighbor's place (laughs) structure like anytime now Uh, tonight's night my boobies get touched yep the running whenever the neighbor sees her is the funniest part to me just like like, (laughs) just checking my pulse joggity jog (laughs) jogging in my converses (laughs) definitely cons amazing okay This is also a listener's story. It says, hey, gals, I am so glad I discovered your podcast. It gives me big laughs in between all the sad murder podcasts I listen to. LOL. No, perfect. True. I, I binged your podcast and am finally caught up. And she says, P.S. I'm in my mid I'm a mid 20s female for reference. Okay. Yeah. I met this dude on Tinder about two years ago, met up with him, and we really hit it off. We started hanging out every day, and he invited me to a Halloween party to meet all of his friends. I was stoked. I was dressed, uh, we dressed up as avatars, the blue people. Oh, (laughs) that feels intensive. And we're fully painted blue on all the skin that was showing from under our blue ass outfits, (laughs) which I always like. I always feel like, how does it not get everywhere? Oh. Does it get oh. everywhere? Yeah, everywhere. I mean, it has to. It has to. We've watched Arrested <laughs> Development, and there's like all those like blue marks that start happening in the background because he keeps painting himself blue. Oh my God. Yeah. So the night is super fun. His friends are awesome and super welcoming, and I'm having a great time. So great, in fact, that I decide to smoke weed. I smoked weed in my teenage years often, but at this point, I hadn't smoked in about 10 months. But I said, Fuck it. I'm drunk and I'm going to smoke this joint. Look, we've all been there. Yeah, we have. Yeah. But if you find yourself there, just say no. (laughs) Because the combination of weed, it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. No, it's not. Having having the spinnies when you're Ooh. when you're drunk, it's horrible, worse. horrible. Yeah. Um. P.S. We were also dabbling in cocaine. Mm. That's how she spelled it. Yep. Yeah. You cocaine. Did. Cocaine. <laughs> that night, and she said in parenthetical, "You don't have to say this on the podcast if you don't want to, but you have my permission because it goes to show how under the influence I was." LOL. Hey. Yes. Listen, drunk and drunk, that is a good combination. Yeah. You get right out that drunk mode and you get right into party party mode. Let me tell you, I have some good ideas, guys. Right. Hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out, guys. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Start a restaurant. (laughs) So, but yeah, at this point. (laughs) Let's start another podcast. Look. An idea. Yes. And it's a great idea. And you, you listen to it in the morning and you're like, that wasn't a great idea. Not. um, Yeah. (laughs) But okay. So she's drunk. Having some cocaine fun times. And now and I'm going to 
adding weed to, to the mix. mix. That's, that's not, yeah, that's a lot. An, that's an ingredient that I think of like nutmeg. Mm. You know what I mean? Sparingly. Mm. Very sparingly. Mm-hmm. And, and not only in the right recipe. Only in the right recipe. Otherwise, it's it can like... overpower any dish. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. Uh, okay. So I go out to the garage and smoke. Important note, I am anemic and will pass out if I have low iron levels. And I hadn't taken an iron pill in months. I take them every day now. Don't worry. And I can feel a fainting spell when it's coming on. So I start to feel a little dizzy and fainty. So I casually excuse, I casually excuse myself and grab my friend that I brought to go to the bathroom. She does a line and then leaves. Oh, bitch. No, I Good need you here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like, Wait, I brought, is that for me? I, I brought you here to take care of me. Uh, okay. Like, bye. 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 <laughs> Whose SAG aftercard is this? <laughs> it's an inside joke. Okay. Sorry. I say to her, go back out and I'll be out in a minute. I just need some water. Then my date comes in the bathroom to check on me. I tell him I'm okay. I just need water and to chill for a sec. He brings me a glass of water. I take one sip and then I feel myself starting to pass out. All I remember is waking up on the floor in a puddle of something wet. So he calls an Uber and safely takes me and my friend back to his place. Next day, I wake up and he tells me the full story. When I passed out at first, I was sitting on the toilet seat holding the cup of water. Then, as I fell against the wall to the left side of the toilet, spilling the cup of water everywhere, my blue face paint smeared against the wall and left a huge, shameful blue streak. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Then I proceeded to puke all over oh, this man, no. all over his chest. Oh, no. Puking avatar. Oh, no. You're like, <laughs> not only like wretchedly like drunk and high, you're but blue. you're painted blue. <laughs> and probably half your spa- face is like smeared <laughs> off at this point, right? It's all over the wall. Oh, no. Then, <laughs> then, then I fell to the floor. And peed my <gasps> pants, yeah. which I am honestly not surprised about. I have a weak-ass bladder and even pee when I cough sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it me. So pretty much a shit show at this point. When I came to, he sat me up against the shower and cleaned up the wet-ass, disgusting, pukey pee Aww. mess with a towel. Then he carried me into the Uber and we left. My hero. Oh. The next morning, he made me breakfast and we laughed it off. He told me he was super scared and thought I was going to die. Oh, no. I honestly feel so bad for the people around me when I pass out. It must look really scary from the outside. After we talked it through and he asked me if I wanted to still hang out today, at that point, I knew I loved this dude. Oh, my God. They're oh. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I met them. his parents like two weeks later. We ended up telling that story. <laughs> oh, oh wow, brave. <laughs> cool parents. Cool. And his dad said, well, um, that's how you know he loves you. Oh. And I agreed. This guy must really like me if he still talked to me after that incident. We have been in a relationship for almost two years now and just moved in together and got a cat. (laughs) So, so worsties, if you ever lose hope in the dating world, just remember there are some absolute angels out there amongst all the turds. (laughs) Love you all. Keep doing what you do, Maddie. (laughs) That's amazing. That's... Mm. You do know when you find the the right one. That's for sure. That's true. I mean, yes. I've I've Oof. I have peed the bed. So. <laughs> Puke. Early, Pee. early on. Yeah. Paint. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Well, 
I have got a tainted love for you guys. Now, um, I was going to save this for the end section when we usually talk about what we're watching, but it kind of ties into this. So I watched uh, the Peacock original Dr. Death. Oh, okay. Uh Yeah, with Joshua Jackson, Alec Baldwin, Christian Slater. Based on the podcast. Yes. Right. Okay. Terrifying. Yeah. And really good. I definitely you recommend it. You listen to the podcast, yes. right? Oh, God. The, we, one of the most terrifying things I've ever It makes me heard. sweaty just thinking about it. Like, people literally just play acting in your spine. It's <gasps> chilling. It's so... It. Oh, oh, it's the scariest. That's basically what it is. So then I was like, oh, I was looking at that. And then, of course, like the Britney Spears conservatorship thing. I was like looking at that. And then... um there was this book about like somebody did basically the same thing that they're doing to Britney Spears to a gay man, like back in the the twenties, thirties here in Hollywood. So I was like, Oh, I really want to, but I don't have time to read a 400 page book. Right. (laughs) So stay tuned for that one. Anyways. (laughs) So I picked this one because I random Google searches. Um, This came up because he is a doctor as well. And this is a very new case. But when people wonder like, why I'm like afraid of doctors. Oh no. Sometimes it's because there's a lot of cases like this that are out there. So here we go. Um, I got a lot of my information from Daily Beast articles and BBC because they are the ones that kind of worked on this case. Now, there are things that happen every day, every second that are out of our control. Our lives and indeed our personalities are shaped by how we react to that fact, whether it terrifies us, liberates us, leads us to faith or vice. And some personalities, like my own, long for the illusion of control. And I feel that another person that feels that way is Dr. Ronald Ilg. He's someone that cannot fathom not being on top. So, is he a Capricorn? Uh, I mean, it's tracks. It's not, he's definitely like, we can talk about what you think he is when you hear this, okay. this story. Uh-oh. God damn it. He's an Aries. I knew it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Ron was originally from a small farming community in the Willamette Valley of Oregon, and he studied medicine through the 90s, specifically like neonatology. Like, he wanted to be able to perform on babies yeah. and pre- preemies, that sort of thing. So he climbed to success to become a licensed physician and surgeon and was the medical director for a facility in Spokane, Washington. Did that for years and years. He also got married to a local woman. Although the marriage wouldn't last, it ended amicably. Mm -hmm. So like he just got divorced. He's got this great job. Like his patients love him. Um, He's he's really good at it so that he's like the boss. But um, things start to kind of slip through the cracks. Uh, Dr. Ron would then begin to date and then marry an esthetician 15 years his junior in 2016. Their son was born in 2018, which is the same year that Dr. Ron drops a bombshell. He is polyamorous and into BDSM and wants to find himself a girlfriend he can use as a sex slave. Pause. Oh, I'm so he just tells his, his pregnant wife and they've been together two years okay i really look i know that things change things Mm -hmm. evolve that really feels like a bomb that you've 
it feels late into the relationship yeah. to drop a bomb like that. And even if this is something that you've just learned about yourself, I feel like there's a good way to introduce that. And maybe not while she's pregnant. Thank you. I was right. just going to say list of things I don't want to hear right. from my husband when I'm carrying his child. No. Like, I feel like that's number one with a bullet. You hold that in until like I get that out. That's such a major thing you're asking asking to redefine the parameters yeah. of your relationship. Right. When what you're you pregnant, want. your body is changing. Your hormones are all over the place. You're probably questioning, you know, your self-image, yourself, where everything's changing. That, yeah. That would be the, yeah. I would like a lot. be a lot. furious. Well, she's pregnant, so otherwise distracted. So he gets online and finds himself uh, a girlfriend, introduces the girlfriend to the wife and, you know, they try to be friends, that kind of thing. Like, but it's not, you know, she's pregnant. She's not having any of that. So he, he, she starts to distance herself from it. She's yeah. like, I'm no, shutting you. down. I'm doing what I need to do right now physically, but I'm kind of shut down. So then he starts putting tracking devices on her cell phone and on her car. Pardon? <clears throat> yeah. The big balls on this fucker. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, I'm not the one who stepped outside of, like, right. our our agreement when we got married. Yeah. You are. And what wow. the fuck? Like, it, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Amen. You know what I mean? Like, yep. if you're going to say, oh, you're poly. Oh, okay. Okay. Then I get to do. Then I'm poly too now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is Goodbye. a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. yeah. Like, what do you, what do you want? It's like that control is what. Yeah. He, because that's not really what he wanted. You know, there are so many stories about, there was one that went viral years ago. Um, I think on Reddit or something where a woman was telling a story. I think it may have even been like an am I the asshole or something like that. <laughs> oh, because, yes, I remember this. Yeah, it was like her her boyfriend had been pestering her, pestering her, pestering her to open up their relationship, mm -hmm. you know, because he wanted to fuck other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she, which is, again, it's fine if like you have had this conversation and everything. Yeah. But so finally she felt worn down and so she agreed to yeah. do it. And then... They they did it. He was going out and, and dating and she was going out and dating and he found that she was getting a lot more fucking action. Yeah. Like as a woman, she was getting like a lot more play than he was. It was a lot Duh. harder for him to like find women mm -hmm. than it was for her to find guys. Yeah. And then he was pissed and he wanted to close the close it back up. Right. Like yeah. He was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Never mind. Rain it back. Rain it back. You know what I mean? And she didn't want to anymore because like they had yeah. decided to open it back up. Yeah. And so she was asking for ad advice on that. But like, look, man, once you go down that path, it's a fine path to go down. But be very clear. Yeah. About where you're headed and make sure that you're on the same page. Yeah. And tracking somebody or spying on them is never going to be the the answer. No. At all. So not only did he do that, he also threatened to take away her belongings if she refused his sexual demands. Okay. So, okay. You're, so a real piece of pregnant. shit. It's like, a real piece oh of shit. Oh my God. Cool. I'm like, want to break his arms. And so he waited, now you're going to sexually assault me. Yeah. Fantastic. And, and he waited till she was pregnant. No doubt. Like he waited until she was in a compromising position. Exactly. Yeah. He's so, a piece of shit. Well, unsurprisingly, at his job, 
sexual harassment rumors and hmm. complaints surfaced. No. So weird. Like how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if he's a jerk at fucking home, he's probably a jerk at work too. So his job actually asked him to resign, which he flat out refused. So then they eliminated his job position. So they're like, okay, like chief of medicine is not a position anymore. So, and but he still kept showing up to work. So they finally, like in June of 2020, they outright fired him. Yeah. George Costanza then. Yeah. He, yeah. He's like, I'm just going to keep coming. What are you going to do? Like, We're going to fire you. And that same month, his wife is like, and I want a divorce. Yes. Yeah. So, Good for her, because that could be really hard to do when you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, so by this time, Dr. Ron had, you know, his, his girlfriend and they dated pretty openly and they began to engage in master slave arrangements. So he would keep her in a small underground bunker at his house for hours at a time. So, you know, it's an arrangement. As far as, as I can tell, it's it, it was consensual at first. And it's oh, like, oh, okay. for- that's kind of the thing is I, I don't care what anybody does. Like your shit is your shit. I don't give a fuck. Like as long as you're both consenting. But with this guy, given everything we know about this guy, this guy is controlling. This guy is abusive. This guy is, you know, he's about power and manipulation. Like that's what he's about. So when people like this enter into like master slave relationships, it makes me concerned because I'm like, this is going to go off the rails. Right. Because I do know people that engage healthily in BDSM. And it's like the real way to do it is the submissive one actually has Has the power. power. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all about how the dominant person sets up, how the communication is and like how the aftercare is. And it's just like, it's, it's so terrible i think for that community when you have bad actors engaging in it and trying to say that abuse is what they're doing and they're trying to call it bdsm when it's just like so not you know it's it's kind of like how there are certain professions that abusers are drawn to because by nature of those professions they're able to be put in a position of a power where they can then abuse i feel like the same thing goes for people who want to participate in bdsm DSM communities or like relationships where it's like, it's not about the fact that they want to participate in be part of that community. Yeah. It's it's about the fact that they're like, Oh, this is a way that I can abuse and kind of like safely, safely. Right. And I can hide behind this other thing. And I do, it sucks for the BDSM community because I know that there's a lot of like healthy relationships within that community. So, right. Yeah. So, um, So as he's reeling from this double whammy of officially losing his job and having to go through a divorce, Dr. Ron allegedly sent his estranged wife hundreds of text messages begging her to stay and offering to pay her if she dropped the divorce proceedings. Her attorney eventually emails his lawyer saying, you need to limit their conversations to just discussions about their son. But he refused, and she filed for a restraining order on December 21st. Yes, ma'am. In response, Dr. Ron said he was in a raw emotional state, claimed he had learned his lesson and would cease contact with her. Mm -hmm. But in the weeks that followed, she claimed in court documents he parked outside her workplace, sent her dozens more text messages, and this is the most substantial. So they have to go back and forth with the custody thing. So at one point, he 
they're exchanging their son and he pretends to drop papers on the grounds like this these typewritten papers that have her name on it and um he does that in front of her and hopes she would pick it up and so he's like oh did you drop this so she does pick it up it's a typewritten letter three pages from him saying things like I do love you more than words can describe, more than actions can show. Every fiber of my body, every ounce of my life energy calls out for you, which I'm like, I fucking hate this guy so much. It's so manipulative. It makes my skin crawl. Awful. Just control. Meanwhile, like, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I think CBS did a report with, the BBC where BBC started investigating dark web. This was like a couple years ago. They just really like dove in. And I know there have been, you know, true crime stories that we've listened to that have come out of that investigation where they're Mm -hmm. like, New York times has even found that like all of those sites that are like hire an assassin or whatever, all those murder for hire sites, not a single murder has been attributed to them. They're all fucking scams. And yet the loads of people that are on there, like sending Bitcoin and shit like that, trying to get people killed. Damn. So yeah, BBC went into that. I also not, I feel like that is, so unsafe like i can't even imagine putting something out there on the internet i don't care if it's the dark web i don't care where it's i assume everyone's an undercover cop yeah i'm just like (laughs) i don't i would never feel look and of course i I would never do it exactly not that i ever wanted to hire anybody but i'm just saying like if you're in that position i just feel like this doesn't feel I, I barely feel comfortable emailing somebody I don't know, period. Yeah. Right. Like, well, let be- alone being like, hey, will you do this thing that could land me in prison for f-? like even talking about it could land me in prison. The amount of energy I spend trying to research like a sundress off of Amazon that Precisely. I think about ordering, let yes. alone a hitman. Do you know how <laughs> many tabs I have open for my <laughs> bachelorette dress option? Yes. Like I've got like 16 tabs open on my laptop right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. I cannot well, imagine a, a decision like a hitman. It's like all these people, and we've seen all those oxygen shows where there's people <laughs> in the front seat of like a Chevy yeah, Cavalier yeah. Yeah. talking about a murder for hire plot. And I'm like, honey, just so bold. Way. Just so bold. Like these people are so trusting. I always think that where I'm like, what? the fuck like i get naked get in the shower with me i'm like gone girl yeah (laughs) we're gonna talk about this naked shower with lots of noise there there you go very (laughs) smart so she's like not having it at all her lawyers like working on this whole restraining work but remember this is just a few months ago so bbc is like has this big investigation into the dark web and they discover that in february of 2021 there was a user known as Scar215. Okay. Which, I mean, <laughs> Scar. Scar. Sound, sounds legit. I'm just like, if people's usernames are always going to sound stupid, especially when they do stupid shit. It's so funny to me. Scar. Scar. Well, I mean, I guess you can't use your real name. <laughs> no, you, can't. you can't. I'm do, like, I wonder if 215 is like, how oh, many my- other scars are there? There's like. <laughs> A hundred and there's two hundred and fourteen other oh scars. God. So he first requested through a dark website that a hitman visit a woman's house and give her a significant beating. 
the hitman, he said, should injure both hands significantly or break the hands. He put nearly $2,000 in Bitcoin in escrow to be released when the job was done, but his request wasn't ever completed. So in March, SCAR215 posted another assignment on the site because the first one didn't happen. He's going to reinvest into this. Smart. Yeah. This time, he wanted someone to kidnap and torture a different woman in hopes of convincing her to return to her husband. This is the plan. He wanted a hitman to kidnap this woman while her children were her way, take her to a secure location, and inject her with heroin (gasps) twice daily for a week, after which she would be taught to administer the injections herself and videotaped doing so as so he could have bribery later. (gasps) The target destroyed two families and walked away as if she did nothing. Any and all persuasion should be used. The victim would only be released if she returned to her husband, dropped all court proceedings against him, and agreed to be physically intimate with him at least three times in the two weeks that followed. Oh my God. I have heard a lot of really fucked up shit on this podcast and elsewhere, and that makes me feel physically ill yeah yeah in a way that like i i don't think i have in a long time there's something i'm like how why is that so much worse than just killing her but like for some reason it hit me harder Uh, yeah i guess because it's so precise it's so insidious and controlling and disgust i'm like oh my kind of person and he operates on babies y'all oh my god Listen, Scar. 215. Can you, it's so thought, he's like, it's it's the, so precise. the most like precise, grossest plan and ever. And again, and again, what's wrong with your wiring that you can type Come up all with of, that. and you can type all of it out mm-hmm. and then send in a message and send it to a person. And there has to be some level of thinking that you're justified because you wouldn't do it otherwise. And like, what, what, what happened to you? Like, I always just think that where I'm like, what's, what's going on? What, what's going on in there? You know what I mean? Like, this person must have been like one of the first people to say no to him. Oh, you know what I mean? Totally. Because I know that he went through a divorce before, but it, uh, it must have been like his idea or something for him to not. Well, he's clearly th- okay with it. They ended it amicably. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm and just And she like, probably agreed to whatever he wanted in right. the first divorce just to get out of it. You yeah. know what I mean? And this is the first person who's like set boundaries. Yeah. Mm. Who's like, no, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like so used to getting his own way. And then the combination of like the whole job thing and stuff too, how he kind of reacted the same way is like, no, I'm going to keep showing up until they're like, bro, like your job is not here. You're (laughs) fired. Yeah. We are not paying your bills anymore. Yeah. Ugh. So she could also never tell anyone what happened under the plan. And she should be told her family's health, including her father and her kids dependent depend on her completing these rules. It would sure be unfortunate if her older boy became addicted to heroin, the post read, or her dad be severely beaten or her dog be slaughtered. I feel like even if you were a hitman, 
you would read this yeah, email and be like, you know, that's I'm a not, bridge too far. I'm not fucking with this person. Yeah. That's not for me. Yeah, I just shoot people in heads. Like, yeah, yeah I, I just walk away. I don't. Yeah, this, this is, is too much for me. This, this is, is like a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> so by early April, Scar two one five reached out to a second dark website, hoping to have his request completed by the second weekend of the month. He said in the post he put $5,000 in Bitcoin for a hitman and escrow and another 10000 would be coming the next day. That's enough. He also alleged... That's allegedly, two weeks worth of work. Right. That's like a lot. Yeah. And you got to buy heroin. You got you so, to do it. Yeah. Are you responsible for the supplies? I know. Like, are, will the supplies be provided? I have questions. <laughs> right. The hitman sends an invoice. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> QuickBooks. <laughs> it's a honey book. <laughs> <laughs> this is Venmo and it's like has the shot or whatever. <laughs> it's the squirt gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. Oh, terrible. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, it's not funny. No, it's fucking awful. He also allegedly pledged to give the hitman an extra 40000 if his goals were completed by the second weekend of the month. He pushed for it to happen while coincidentally, Dr. Ron was on vacation in Mexico with his new girlfriend. Hmm. Now, his new girlfriend had actually been in contact with his estranged wife. Like, mainly she kept asking her to stop, um, to drop the protective order against Dr. Ron because she felt like it was antagonizing him. But the ex-wife was like, fuck, fuck you. you, and started telling her, like, all the fucking shit, the tea about Dr. Ron. And so the new girlfriend was kind of like, mm, maybe there's some red flags here. I don't exactly love being in the bunker. Um, so it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. So I get really bored in there. He doesn't even leave me any People magazine. Right. Uh, but then she became increasingly concerned by what the ex was saying. And so started like, communicating and listening to what Dr. Ron was saying, she texts him at one point, you hired someone from the dark web to hurt your wife. Leave me alone forever. I'm scared of you. What a text message. Yeah. Like she texted him that. Like not even like a WhatsApp. You know what I no. mean? Like nothing no, that's encrypted. Chat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like prosecutors just like opened the phone and read it. They were like, mm, okay. So the new girlfriend would later tell the FBI that Dr. Rom required her to call him sir and submit to various punishes he, punishments he devised. And she said they got into a fight while they were in Mexico in which she asked him to stop hurting her as she struggled to breathe and he said he forced her to sign a contract requiring her to unconditionally accept what he would like her to do. Okay, listen, you've been reading way too many erotica. Yeah, I'm like, that is literally books. straight out of Fifty Shades. 50 shades of I want to know if it was notarized. No, well, because I'm like, is this a legal, legally binding contract? Because <laughs> right. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. So, yeah, no, you're you're out of it. So when they finally landed back from Mexico, the FBI was waiting for them, along with BBC journalists. Hmm. It was really kind of easy for BBC to find SCAR 215 on there, <laughs> yeah. on these dark websites. Because 215 is really his area code, right? <laughs> yeah. And then they, like, literally within seconds connected it to his Coinbase account online that has his name, his email, his phone number, and his social security number. You don't say. So they got a search warrant. <laughs> They go into Home Dude's house and he's like, I no, that's not 
that's not me at no. all. And so they go into the house and on the side of his safe is scar215 on a post-it idiot. note with, the, with this password. With this password. Of how is this is. fucking guy a doctor? Like, do you ever wonder that shit? I'm like, how did you make it through medical school? Oh Dude. God. Everyone says that medical school is like the most difficult thing you could ever do. And I'm like, this fucking guy? This fucking guy. This, you know what? this guy. is the problem, though. Some people are real book smart, but they dumb dumb. Oh, they God. dumb dumb. It's true. That's the truth. It's, I'm telling you, it's real truth. I yeah. see it all the time. Yeah. So then he changes his tune. He's like, okay, well, it is my account, but I was trying to use the dark web to hire a hitman to kill myself. Okay. So that his new girlfriend would get all of his belongings instead of his estranged wife. So prosecutors are like, cool, cool, cool. So you, you changed your will then? And he's like, uh no <laughs> so they're like what? all right bro like is no defense at all um so then the next day he tries to commit suicide um authorities found him unconscious surrounded by uh loose pills they found out he'd taken 46 xanax um but and they found a suicide note next to a business card for the fbi special agent the note contained messages for both the, the witness and the victim saying like things like you mocked my love oh, why? Okay. and all this stuff. They, have, they, of course, like pump his stomach. They save him. And he also uh, made sure to ask the his ex-wife to make sure to share half of what his will would leave to her with his new girlfriend, <laughs> which Ooh. I'm sure she was like, cool, no. bro. Um, so he has been charged with attempted kidnapping which he plead not guilty to. Um, and he hasn't been put on trial yet. So it's he's oh, shit, in jail until his trial, which is scheduled for October. Mm. So Ooh, it is TBD. ongoing in the Pacific Northwest. So something to interesting to watch. And yeah, mm. I mean, people are fucking terrifying. Wow. That, aren't they? Why is question BBC? BBC, it's yeah. weird that the, like this is like. Well, they, I mean, not that they don't do things outside of, of course, Brit- right? The British Empire, or whatever. Like, but <laughs> yeah, like, it just feels like <laughs> the way you said that. I don't know. I was like, I'm lost. I'm saying words the wrong. whole empire, yeah, all of it. No, yeah. that I. I mean, I guess if you read the those messages, <laughs> uh, if it was your job as an analyst to read through like all the messages on these weird hitman oh. sites on the dark web, which first of all, I'm like. I wouldn't even know the first thing. I'm like, how right. do you even get there? Like, what is it? Yeah. All do you just, stuff. just Google dark web? <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's yeah. how you do that's me. Yeah. You go to the private tab private on your tab. phone. That's right. Right? That's yeah. right. So <laughs> you're like, they can't find just me Just like here. how you do with Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. They, can't, they don't see me. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm under the cloak of darkness. They can't see me in here. <laughs> Google dark cloak. web. Uh, yeah. Yep. And then and then once you do that, then Just you the Google time. murder my husband or whatever. Right, yeah. First site that comes up. Click, yeah, click that, that one. That yeah. must be the most that that's at the top. So it's, it's gotta be just the best a Reddit one. thread. Yes. You're like, oh shit. So yeah, I imagine that analyst had to read through like oh. all these fucking different messages. But what we said when we're describing, I'm like, that is so detailed and so insidious and so frightening. He must have just like red flagged that right away and shot it up mm-hmm. the pipeline. Was like, 
this motherfucker. This motherfucker's fucked up. Over that here. is an yeah. active imagination, yeah. and we need to shut it down. And do you know, that's like, so if that's much, your dude. job, if your job is to read these things on the dark web, like every day, <laughs> you know how fucked up something oh. must be for you to be like, "What well, we flag gotta, that. yeah, <laughs> we gotta flag, we gotta push this up the flagpole immediately." You know, <laughs> this, one, <laughs> this one's different. Yeah, because it, it is it's different. It's different than someone being like, "Go and kill my wife" or whatever. Which is like, also, there's like, not great. I mean, not, not great. Not great. It's not good. Exactly. None of it's good. We're not endorsing any of this. None of this has to be my worst state stamp web. of approval. Okay, like none of it. But, but yeah, no. So there you go. Something to look out for. And uh, luckily, luckily, <laughs> the ex-wife. Is fine, and Thank none God. of this came to fruition. So, wow. yeah, well, fine in quotes because she was married right. to that piece of shit. For I a hope while. she has a real good therapist. You know what I mean? And yeah, a lawyer. And lawyer. Yeah. That money. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. Well, that's a uh, that was. Thanks uh, for that. That was a journey. We all, yeah. we all feel God. good. We're ready. We're ready to go hit the pool. Okay. Um, wow. Well, we haven't seen each other in three weeks. So in that amount of time, I have watched many things. Same. And trying to decide uh, what yeah. to talk to you guys about. I mean, okay. So I, I will pick two. And this, these aren't the two I was thinking I was going to pick, but it just came to me. So I did start watching Ted Lasso, oh, which so is so good. good. If you just want to, I feel like we're going to see more TV like this um, as we come out of the pandemic which we're not even close to out of now we're still in the middle of it just a reminder um but as we start to move back into normal times i think that we all need something that's going to make us feel hopeful and good and And so that it's so that so Mm -hmm. if that's what you need right now i high recommend watching Ted Lasso it's so good we went to an event for season two and it was just like so nice to like watch you know the the beginning of the second season and hear them talk about it and what it means to them because it means a lot to them and you can tell um, by the way that they interact with each other as well and it's so funny and well done yeah definitely recommend it now (laughs) when I was um oh shit I also watched Summer of Soul I'm not going to talk about it but it's great and you should watch it uh, Chris watched that too. He said it was great. So good. Yeah. Um, and this is less good, but I feel like this is hilarious. So I had a movie night with some of my friends when I was back home. And we were like, what should we watch? What should we watch? Because, you know, it's a delicate thing to watch something with a group yeah. of people, right? And so we watched Willy's Wonderland on Hulu. <laughs> okay. I don't know, what know this. about this is. It is an, an, a Nick Cage Modern classic. <laughs> oh. Well, I think we you said like, everything we need to hear we about like, that. I don't know. It has like a 65% Rotten Tomato. We're like, uh, it's probably all right. Uh, it sounds terrible. It's 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 one of those movies. And I feel like I need to talk about it because it hasn't happened in so long. That is so bad. It's like mm. intentionally bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. So or it's like it? so bad. It's like fun. Okay. Like, you know, it's like one of those that like you want to watch in a group so that you can all be like, what the The fuck fuck is happening right now? It's it's the whole premise is it's basically like a haunted Chuck E. Cheese where the (laughs) where where the like the characters, the like anima what animatronic animatronic characters come to life and kill people and it's like this town is sacrificing people to them like once a year what yeah and nick cage gets put in there (laughs) what is happening 
to be sacrificed. Oh and my it God. is. Can we please take this conversation to the pool to tell yes, the boys? It I feel is like so funny. Like I high recommend if you are hanging out in a group of people and you're like, okay. we don't want to be committed. We yeah. don't want anything to get like deep. We yeah. just want to be able to like Light. drink and talk shit about this thing. Mm. Oh, it is great for that. I want. How does this get made to do it? Oh, yes. immediately if not sooner. <laughs> it's hilarious That's oh awesome. yeah so yeah wow um well i also have watched a ton of stuff um i did watch the anthony bourdain roadrunner mm-hmm. it was uh i can't say that i recommend it it's weird i i think that going it with caution it is i think it could be very triggering it's a it was a hard watch for this yeah. for it's a documentary right yeah, yeah. it is it was it was a tough watch. Um, on the lighter side, I did watch Suicide Squad, which was fucking awesome. I, I actually enjoyed that. myself watching it, and you know how I feel. I definitely am not the superhero movie watcher, and oh. definitely not DC yeah, at all. Same, right? Like, yeah, just not my jam. So fun. That I was thought it was so fun good. It was on my list. And stupid. And it was exactly on my list of things to talk about, but I was like, I'm not gonna because I bet you Cassie's oh. gonna talk about it. And it's it was very, very entertaining. It was so good. It's yes. exactly what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. which was just fun. Yeah. Like just something to turn on, engaged. <laughs> I was like from from go. How I good it was, was John Cena in that? Oh he was God. so, so good. funny. He oh, was really so funny. funny. They were all good. Like honestly, so good. Idris Elba playing that like straight man character was great. Like Sylvester Stallone doing the, <laughs> the voice shark. of the shark was oh, so good. Yeah. My God. Yeah. So mm-hmm. good. It was really, it was. It was so fun. Yeah. Dude, that opening sequence though. <laughs> just was like you're what? like, what is Happening. yeah dude when his arms came off and the weasel <laughs> so good so good yeah oh dude yeah that was that was that was fun i, I got to watch that this week oh, sorry hopefully i didn't take yours <laughs> no um i i told you at the the top of the tainted love that i oh. watched uh dr death which i high recommend because alec baldwin and christian slater playing buddy doctor amazing like, taking yeah. on the Medical which, board which one and stuff. Doctor Death. Who plays Doctor oh, Death? Oh, Doctor Death Jackson. is Joshua Jackson. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So and then Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater are the two doctors that notice that shit's fucked up Honey, and they we team up together. We love and to I'm see like, it. I never knew I needed a buddy like flick between these two, but now I love I'm Christian like, Slater. Christian Slater oh. underrated. So underrated. And making a comeback, uh, and I love it. Brendan Fraser. Underrated. Ooh. This is our next fuck Mary yeah. Kill guy. Yeah. Underrated. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. So that was really good. I also watched, and I don't remember if I talked to you guys about it, um, the Woodstock 99 <gasps> documentary. Yeah, you I did talk to me about it. I've seen that. Oof, I heard. And yeah. I don't yeah. know if I want to watch it. It's, it's so aggro. And it, it, it definitely, you can see the seeds planted of where we are today from moments like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Okay, um, that but hits. yeah, yeah, not a lot of 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 stuff though. I need to. Well, I would say if you haven't watched either of them, instead of watching Woodstock '99, watch Summer of Soul. Yeah, instead. it's more uplifting because definitely it was really beautiful and powerful and cool and something that I didn't know had happened. Right, yeah. you know. So if you want to watch a music festival documentary, but you don't want to feel like 
you need to shower afterwards. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Which you definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah, if you guys have stuff that we should watch, uh, stories that we should tell, reach out to us on our one-stop shop of a website. It's myworstatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Blast Box Media Podcast.